Are you an entrepreneur or looking to become one? Looking to stay motivated, find happiness and true success? You're in the right place. Welcome to Empower Humans. Welcome again to the Empower Humans podcast. We are on episode 18. Congratulations, we're now adults. We turned 18. Anyway, thank you for joining us and sticking with us. We have a great topic today about managing our time effectively because to a large extent, time is all we have. And we're going to talk about some ways to maximize that time, squeeze the most value out of it for balanced, successful, deliberate, intentional life. We've used those terms before, but that's what this is all about. Before we get into that, I want to remind you, as always, to rate and review the podcast if you haven't. Also, contact us with any thoughts, feelings, questions, etc. You can contact us through the EmpowerHumans.com website or social media at Empower101 on Instagram and Twitter. Also, the Anchor podcasting app. You can even leave voice messages for us there. And uh, I want to offer you something today that we haven't done before. And I'm looking to travel and interview some amazing people. And as such, I want to give you the opportunity to share in that process by donating to the podcast. Now, don't misunderstand me. If you go to empowerhumans.com slash podcast, there'll be some more explanation there. Uh, There'll be a a place where you can do just that as well. And as of now, any donations which exceed $40 will receive an Empower Humans t-shirt or hat with our logo and a message that uh, says you are priceless. Do you have any other ideas for shirts and apparel of any sort? Let me know and we can work on that also, perhaps. Uh, I'm going to look to raise anywhere from maybe three to $5,000 to start and start getting some of these interviews set up. I think we can do some real amazing things, inspire each other, and also we'll, we'll start raising money for some other causes and things as well because I've got a great vision for this whole thing. This, this ain't just a podcast. This starting is just a podcast, but we're going to build it into something much, much grander, much, much bigger and more impactful even than this, which is hard to believe that we could even do that. But we can, promise, and we can do that together And you can be very instrumental in that process. Plus, have a highly fashionable item of clothing to show your love and support for this cause of lifting the world together, of this podcast, and and our whole mission together. Now, when we mentioned a minute ago, speaking of of lifting the world, uh, I want to remind you, as always, that you are priceless. You are so valuable that your value exceeds our money systems in this world, all the riches, all the possessions and resources of this world. You're far greater than all of your problems and the trials and difficulties of your life. You are priceless. You're worth more than all of that stuff. And feel it as I say it because it is true. You are priceless. And also along with that, you are never alone. There's always somebody who cares. Even if that somebody is just me, I promise you I care. And you're never alone and other people have gone through whatever version of something that may be similar to what what you're going through. And in many cases, probably worse, believe it or not. I heard somebody say a long time ago that people are always going into, in, or coming out of some sort of crisis in their lives for the most part. And you look around and maybe we don't see that on the surface as you look around in traffic and walking down the street. and, And you're probably thinking, hey, I'm alone just going through stuff and everyone else's life is great or whatever. Most people are going into, in, or coming out of some sort of crisis. And uh, that's not to bring us down. That's just to realize we're not alone. This life has challenges. But uh, this podcast, I think, and I hope, can help you. And that's one of my main, main missions for doing this. As as mentioned, we're going to talk about managing our time effectively and efficiently to really squeeze the most value possible for a balanced life. And I want to be clear that this doesn't just mean work, work, work. This is about the time of our lives. Tony Robbins had a time management program called The Time of Your Life. And there was a hit song in the, in the movie Dirty Dancing. I've 
Had the time of my life. I need to get a girl in there to sing the other part, so I won't continue. Sorry to always disappoint you with quick one-liners from songs. But uh, let me tell you a little story here that some of you may have heard before. But even if you have, I think it's worth repeating. Sometimes there's some great value in repetition. In fact, I know always there's, there's great value in repetition, especially of good things. There was a seasoned, wise teacher who wanted to change the lives of his, his young, eager class of students. Putting a big glass jar on the table in front of him, he started placing large rocks in it until they had filled the top of the jar. He then asked the class, is this jar full? Everyone in the class shouted, yes. The teacher replied, really? He then grabbed from under the table some gravel and proceeded to dump it into the jar and then shaking it until all the gravel had filled the space of the big rocks, between the big rocks. And he then asked again, is the jar full? Some nodded their head yes, but most didn't say a word. They'd already been burned once, right? Okay, let's see, the teacher said. He reached under the table again, this time pulling out a bucket of sand. He took the bucket and dumped all the sand in and once more asked the question, is it full now? By this time, the only response he got was from a mumble in the back that said, probably not. (laughs) He said, good. He then grabbed a pitcher of water nearby and dumped it into the jar until it was filled to the brim. Then the wise teacher asked, would I have ever gotten these big rocks in it if I had started with the water, then the sand, then the gravel? The class all shook their head, no. He then taught something this useful class would never forget. He said, what are the big rocks in your life that must come first? What is important? The class was silent. He said, they are things like the time you spend with those you love your faith, your education, your service to others, they are the things that matter most. He then said, make sure to put the big rocks in first or you will never get them all in. What are your big rocks? What are your priorities? This is me talking now. This isn't just the story. What are your big rocks? What are your priorities? What are the things that matter the most? The reality is that the only thing you'll care about when all is said and done are the big rocks. The little rocks won't matter much at that point. So Think about these big rocks for you, symbolically speaking, and hopefully it's not literally rocks, but if it is, so be it. (laughs) Now, now we could talk a lot about this story, the idea of managing our time. There's a lot of material on this subject. I remember we talked to Greg McCune about the book Essentialism, and he observed in the book that the word priority originally meant one thing. It was never plural. So many of us use the word priorities, plural, now, and there's not necessarily anything wrong with that. It's important to have a balanced set of priorities, though, if we're going to use it as a plural. As we said earlier, it's not all just about work, 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 or even play, play, play. It's about balancing these outcomes that we're looking for in our lives. We need to balance for those things. We talked in the first episode about the importance of balance. That was one of these first pillars of of joy and happiness that we talked about there. Now, some of you may remember Stephen Covey in The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. He talks about the habit of begin with the end in mind, which is actually the first of the seven habits. He talks about looking at the end of your life. And I think we've mentioned some of this before. You consider what you want people to say, think, uh, feel about you and your impact, perhaps, at your funeral. And then it helps to kind of work backwards as to the steps to take to get to that place. What do you want people to say about you when all is said and done? What do you want your family your friends and other associates perhaps in business in the community and the world at large to think and feel about the life you lived what impact do you want to have left Uh, i don't want to get too deep here but i've heard multiple people who who've had near-death experiences say that uh, when they got to that place 
They had a full understanding of the impact of their life and its repercussions in the world around them, the universe at large. So whether you believe those things or not, I still think it's worth looking at the purpose of your life. Greg McCune said we should have a kind of a life purpose as a whole, not necessarily split it into lots of categories. I know there's different schools of thought on that on that topic as well. But I challenge us right now to find, you know, maybe four or five key areas of our lives, such as family, career, etc. Decide a main impact we want for our life overall. One of the reasons I do this podcast is because I have glimpsed the massive, and I mean truly massive potential you and I have, and we have as human beings at large, okay, as, as a group collectively. Too often we sell ourselves short. We get complacent about what that potential really is. Now, there's so much more than what some might call the status quo, just kind of continuing the same day in and day out stuff. But we can take control of our lives and do amazing things individually and collectively. I'd love to see an army of us wearing these uh, Empower Humans t-shirts we talked about a little bit ago throughout the world and have large gatherings of inspiration and service for the world around us. That's a vision I have for us with this with this whole movement, this Empower Humans thing. Outside of that, though, let's have an objective for our lives. I remember listening to Tony Robbins with an audience one time, and he asked, what do you want? Pretty straightforward question, four words. What do you want? And so many people didn't really have a clear answer to that. And I, I thought that was a little puzzling, and I asked myself, what do I have as a clear vision? This is before I started doing this podcast stuff as well. He talked about, if you want to take the island, burn your boats. Burn your boats and take the island. Um, I may be going off on a little bit of a tangent here, but I think there's a ton of substance in these things I'm saying. And, of course, I'm biased. <laughs> but I think there's a ton of substance. And the stuff that we're talking about, whatever impacts your heart and mind as we talk about this stuff, let it sink in deeply. And most importantly, act on it. Act on it. Let these things sink in and take some action. Okay. Now, I think it's worth touching on a study that was done of the rich and what makes them different. And I recognize that the word rich is kind of a loaded word, tends to imply money. And there are various forms of riches. And some people seem to have it all, if you think about it. Uh, have you noticed? They have rich bank accounts, rich family relationships, rich careers and friendships and impact in, in the world at large, just kind of a plethora of riches of all sorts. And one of the things that study found is that about four hours a day makes a world of difference. And there's a lot of things that these people do with those four hours a day that they have in common. Uh, that's 240 minutes out of 1,440 minutes we have each day. Go do the math, but that's what it adds up to, 1,440 minutes. Most of us, whether we're rich or poor, use about 1,200 minutes each day for activities like eating, sleeping, uh, working, commuting, bathing, grooming, and dressing, you know, other family activities perhaps, but that's about 1,200 minutes per day on the average, whether you're rich or poor. Uh, that leaves all of us about, if you did the math, 240 minutes, which is that four hours that we just talked about. Now, it shouldn't be news to you that if you're using those four hours to watch old episodes of, of Friends or some other thing on Netflix, you might have different outcomes than somebody who's doing some of the things they found in this study. And we're going to talk about that here in a second. It doesn't mean there's not a, a time and place for some of those activities. You can go watch Friends or <laughs> some other thing. Enjoy yourself. Again, there's some balance to be had in life, but it gets down to a system of priorities also. 
One of the things the study found is that over 80% of these people spend 60 minutes a day of setting dreams, uh, dream setting, you could say, the pursuit of a dream, some goals behind it. It's usually something outside of your work, some sort of what some people might call a side hustle. Spend time creating additional streams of income. Another thing, and we talk about this at the end of the podcast, is deliberate practice of education, study. We talk about that, and I challenge everybody. I think every week we've done this podcast so far to to study or start studying. If you haven't been, some of these people engage in 60 minutes or more of doing that. Listen to a book, read a book, watch something, learn something, okay? And keep your mind stimulated. And through doing that, honestly, a lot of inspiration comes, too, by keeping your mind and soul stimulated that way. Whether you're practicing some sort of skill or increasing some sort of knowledge in an industry or in your career at large, uh, this habit really helps to kind of improve and maintain your skill. That's actually another one of the seven habits, sharpen the saw. That's actually the seventh habit. We talked about the first habit and the seventh habit. So (laughs) sharpen the saw. And it's a great thing to keep in mind. There's a great story about that, by the way, in the seven habits about a guy cutting down trees and he had to stop to sharpen the saw and then he was more efficient. That way and that's that's things like studying and exercise and things like that which which brings me to the next of the things that people do with this extra 240 minutes four hours each day which is about 30 minutes of exercise aerobic exercise it could be weight training or other things but exercise get your body moving get your blood flowing get your heart pumping keeping the body healthy and strong is a very important part of the whole picture of success our body is, is kind of all we have in this world if you think about it so taking good care of it is an important thing there's some great benefits of reducing stress and this helps our immune system if you feel stress sometimes there's kind of a domino effect that takes place in, in your body it can depress the immune system open the door to sickness and disease this is all kind of either a process towards one direction of positive outcomes or towards progressively more negative outcomes And because aerobic exercise contributes to kind of an overall feeling of of well-being through the release of certain hormones, it acts as a stress reducer. You can feel happier, you feel more content, you feel healthier, and you release endorphins. We talked about some of those things in terms of the uh, neurotransmitters in another episode. Uh, There's natural painkillers that endorphins are that promote kind of an increased sense of well-being as well. If you want to make money, if you want to have success, you want to have a balanced, harmonious family life, you can't do it very well from a hospital bed. There's something to be said about this aerobic exercise. We talk about oxygen, getting oxygen in the bloodstream. It makes its way to the brain. The brain uses 20% of our oxygen reserves and increased oxygen flow into the brain soaks up more free radicals inside the brain, making brain cells cleaner and healthier. This is something I read from an article here. Obviously, we talked about improved health. You have maybe fewer sick days, more energy. Am I saying enough about exercise? I think in Stephen Covey's book, in that seventh habit, he said a lot of people say, I don't have enough time for that, though. He went on to make the simple point that you don't have time not to do it. It's going to make your life shorter by not doing it, for one thing. Now, I don't want to be Mr. Preachy, pushy guy, but I can't say enough about exercise. And I started a while ago, many years ago, getting in the habit of, of some daily exercise. Sometimes I'll take Uh, a day or two off a week and I think that's okay some people take off three or four or five days a week maybe work out once or twice but whatever you can get in get it in and do it you know my dad goes for walks still I have family members who've lived very long lives who go for walks on a regular basis also you kind of kill two birds at one time going for walks you can you can take your dog take your kids take your spouse 
take your friends and you bond, get exercise. It's kind of this whole multitasking kind of thing you're doing all at once that uh, really maximize that time. We're talking about maximizing time. Did I say enough about, about exercise? I hope so. And if not, do some of your own research. Just get moving. Exercise. No matter where you are now, I don't care what you weigh. I don't care where you're at. Start where you are. Accept where you are. And let's get going. Okay. Now, one of the last things this study found was that nearly 90% of these people that we would consider rich, successful, balanced, healthy, happy people devoted 30 minutes a day to building rich relationships. Now, remember at the end of the podcast, we talk about make great moments. Uh, there's certain things you do every day to really maintain and, and grow these powerful relationships. Uh, some of those things are, are just taking some extra initiative. We talk about that with this, with this challenge of making great moments. That could be some additional, make a surprise phone call to your spouse or to your boyfriend, girlfriend, to whatever it is that you have in your life or just to your mom or dad or friend. Hey, I was just thinking about you and make great moments, build relationships. It could be a two minute call. Just think about you want to say, hi, how's your day? Okay, great, great. Let's talk again soon. Hey, you want to go for a walk with me later? Starting to exercise. Let's get together and do that. <laughs> so multitasking. Uh, making calls for birthdays, taking initiative, go on Amazon and hey, that friend of mine said he wanted this uh, this new Empower Humans uh, t-shirt. I'm going to go donate some money. No, I'm just kidding. Any number of things that can <laughs> get people something that can surprise them that was something that maybe they wanted. Also, relaxation, leisure activities, that's all part of these relationship things. Sitting maybe with a spouse, maybe that's when you watch Friends. Okay, that 30 minutes. Now, it doesn't have to be several hours. Brendan Burchard points out that people spend, I think it is on average, three or four hours a day watching TV, which adds up to several days a year, like weeks. It ends up wasting, wasting time. It's, it's, it's just how you choose to spend your time. So keep all that stuff in mind. These people are not superhuman. They require some downtime, these, these people who've been successful and rich. And the difference between them and everyone else is that they moderate that downtime to no more than maybe an hour a day. Okay, but balancing that with building relationships and other things is a real, real important key thing. Don't just burn yourself out working. You will not be happy. If that's what you've been doing, look at how you feel. I think it's pretty safe to say you may not have the fullness of happiness you could have if you did some of these other things as well. I'm not trying to beat you up. I'm just trying to, with some tough love perhaps, let you know that, that there's a better way, a more balanced way. The universe is all about balance. Let's stay in tune with the universe ourselves. Now, how you spend your time each day kind of determines your circumstances financially and in your relationships. It's about making productive use of your time. These people who we, we've observed in this study that we're talking about, they stick to daily routines for years and maybe expand and add to them. But it's all about continual progress in the right direction. We talk about the law of entropy. Go back to episode one if you don't know about the law of entropy. Um, it's probably about maybe 10 minutes into that episode or so, but listen to the whole episode. And the law of entropy is that you're moving closer to or away from your objectives at all times. you got to have actions in the right direction that you want outcomes in your life. Now, the, the bottom line here, just as we get ready to close here, is that every productive minute pays dividends down the road. And it's all about maximizing this time that we have day in and day out to generate knowledge, skills, build these relationships, have increased longevity in our lives, and greater wealth of all sorts and at all levels, financially, relationships, career, 
uh, status in the community, not that we're seeking to, to be so cool and amazing. What do you want people to have said about the life you led when you get to that place where people are attending your funeral? Not trying to be dark and morbid here. Just it's something to, to think about. And I think it's a great place to start to work backwards to get the life that we want. Now, again, let's talk about these uh, challenges as we wrap up. We mentioned them already. Study. If you haven't been studying, start studying. Uh, I'm listening to some great books right now. I'm listening to a book called Ready, Fire, Aim about building a business at different levels, building it from this amount to this amount of revenue. And from there, what do you do? And different sales techniques and goals and and ways to focus in terms of building a business. Ready, Fire, Aim. I love that title. Think about it. <laughs> it's a great title. To sharing with you some of what I'm reading at this very moment. You might be listening to this five years down the road. Hopefully I will have finished the book by then. I'm still going on. It's about halfway through the year at the point at the recording of this particular episode. And I'm, I'm on track with my goal, a book a week. I think I'm a little bit past that. So set some goals, study, make great moments. We talked about that already. Build these relationships, take initiative, surprise somebody, love somebody, hug somebody, kiss somebody, express love. You'll be surprised as your life goes on that you'll find out that that's pretty much one of the most important things in the world, if not the most, love. The Beatles said it, all you need is love. By the way, I'm wearing a Beatles t-shirt right now. I can't prove that to you because this is audio, but I'm wearing a Beatles t-shirt. So I think that's my endorsement for all you need is love, but I'm not going to sing that one. Last challenge, my friends, let's keep doing this podcast together. Go to our website, powerhumans.com slash podcast, learn about the donation situation Get one of these cool shirts or hats, and maybe we'll add some other things by the time you see this. And uh, we'll add to building some great interviews and some great inspiration, some great events, so lifting the world of, in all sorts of ways. And that's, that's what this is all about. So until next time, empower yourself, empower the world around you. Thanks so much for listening to Empower Humans. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and review this podcast. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit EmpowerHumans.com. We'll catch you next time.